You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Okay, what's up? This is Megan with Getting Mindful with Megan, and I am excited because I have one of my favorite people with me today, Mrs. April Davis in the house. She is the founder and CEO over at the Vagina Blog. And she also happens to be somebody who helped deliver my first baby. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so I'm really excited to have her here. I asked her to come on my podcast because we talk a lot and I have been coaching her through some of her business and entrepreneurship struggles that so many of us go through. And I thought it would be fun for you guys to kind of listen in on some of our conversations most like influential work I've done in my own life is listening to other people coach and listen to what's going on in other people's brains. It's so much easier when you're outside of the situation to see what the thoughts are and and to see how you can shift them and how it can create something different for you. So I'm really excited to have April here. She's going to say hi. Say hi, April. Hey. (laughs) So she's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on in her business and what she kind of is struggling with mentally and mindfully. Okay. So I own the Vagina Blog. For those of you that don't know, it's a female body health platform, essentially. And I have um, the Instagram and a blog and a podcast. And I'm just kind of stepping into... I'm really wanting to do some consulting. I have a lot of people requesting to work with me. And so I'm trying to kind of mentally wrap my head around that. When I started the vagina blog, I really suffered from imposter syndrome. And I had to keep telling myself, like, I'm not necessarily always looking to be the expert. I want to be the ability. Like, I want to get experts in front of people. I want to be Oprah. Like, I want to be vagina Oprah. Like Oprah is not a doctor, but Oprah interviewed a lot of doctors and, you know, intelligently. And so my thought process going into this is like, just because I'm not a doctor or a therapist or a sex therapist or, you know, doesn't mean, I mean, I, I was a doula and a birth assistant and I do have years and years and years of experience working in women's health and female bodies. And so I, it's not that I'm not an expert. It's that I don't have letters behind my name. So as I'm stepping into this idea of consulting and putting together, you know, what I really want to do is a group program. And I'm just still trying to wrap my head around what am I truly qualified to speak to? And how do I want to set this up? And I think to the mental blocks of like, can I handle one more thing? And is this even a good idea? (laughs) (laughs) So many questions, like indecision a little bit, right? Kind of spinning in like thoughts and spinning in indecision. So you haven't like stepped into the action yet. You haven't actually created the membership or anything like that. No, and I want to. So that's the other problem is I'm looking at content, just wondering like, what, what am I qualified to speak to? And also, what is it that I want to teach? How long should I teach it? I mean, it's it's all of it. I'm just really trying to wrap my head around like stepping into this role. Totally. So, okay. So this is what I was thinking as you were talking. Our brain likes to keep us safe. So right now your brain is like the most unsafe thing you could do is step into action, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, yeah. the, like <laughs> so let's, let's try to figure out all of these things first. Let's decide all of these things. And really what it is, is it's just a decision. So when you were talking about what am I qualified enough to speak on? What if you just decided, like made a decision, I am qualified to speak on this and this is what I'm going to speak on. 
what what makes that right or wrong? I don't know. I mean, it's I, that's that's what I've been trying to do, and then it's been a matter of like talking myself into it. Because <laughs> you just got to step into some fear, you know, <laughs> totally. But this is what I want to offer you. Okay, this is something I'm doing in my practice and my life. Is what if there is no right or wrong? Like, what if you just get to decide what you feel qualified to do? And there isn't a right or a wrong, like, I'm only qualified to do this because I have this degree or I have this. Like, what if you just get to decide, like, I have experience in this and so I'm going to help people. Another thought I want to offer you that's really, really, like, helping me and a lot of the girls I work with sometimes on this stuff is your whole purpose, right, April, is to help people. Mm -hmm. That's why you're here. I know April and she's very passionate about (laughs) women's health and that is why she is here. So if you have an opportunity to help people and it helps one person and maybe it's not for everyone, maybe somebody's like Mm -hmm. "Mm, that that's not for me because I only go to a therapist or like whatever, you know, I only do this. But I think it would be limiting. I think it would be a limiting belief to be like, I'm not going to help anybody Mm -hmm. because there might be somebody who doesn't think that it's it's for them because it's no and that's that's been my biggest you know because what I'm stepping into too it's like who who needs this who does who needs this will they need this will they want it and I I think I am trying to make it too much for everybody and so I need to step back and and maybe niche things down into like this isn't for everybody it's okay that it's not for everybody that's been hard yeah it is hard. I literally was was um, getting coached on this exact topic from somebody else just recently. So I totally understand. But I think it's scarcity. I think it's limiting to be like, if it's yeah. not for everybody, then it can't be for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is no like right or wrong. It's more like this works for me and this works for some of my people. And so I'm going to offer this to them because it's helpful. To, mm-hmm. to some of my people. And that's a gift. And I am a giver. And that's what I do. And I think what you're going to find is that a lot of people need you. <laughs> a lot so. of people need <laughs> April in their life. That's, I want to believe that. And I, I mean, the response to the vagina blog overall has been incredible. And it is so exciting to get messages from people saying, like, I really needed this or this or this. So it's hard. I'm trying to like, you know, stay open minded and be excited instead of just really scared. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, OK, so like fear, I like to always think that fear points us in the right direction. Like po- mm. like fear, like a lot of times we're like fear. I got to get away from mm-hmm. it. But like what if you saw it as like a flag going towards the right way? Like, oh, you're stepping into something new. This is where the growth happens. (laughs) This is where you help more people. But I do honestly believe like like there are forces out there that are trying to stop people from doing good. Yeah. And your brain wants to find the problem. It's looking for the problem. So your brain's like right now, April's brain is going. Okay, so here's the problem. You do you even have it? It's not even saying you don't have experience because she knows Mm -hmm. she does. But it's asking the question. It's like that. What if like, do you even have experience? And then her brain tries to sit and answer that question. Well, I don't know. Do I have experience? Well, I don't have as much experience as this person. But what if you said like, what if you just decided and you decide I'm going to be certain about this? Like, 
I have experience to do this. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, April. So how are you feeling? I, I'm processing. Like, I'm obviously processing. Like, you can see me processing right now, too. And I think this is so helpful. And I think that's exactly what I need to do. I just need to step into being certain. I think that's the best way to put it is, is finding certainty because that's, that's what I'm missing. And, and I think that's, that's what I need to do. Something that I've learned is that like all those fear thoughts, they're not just going to go away. No, they're not just I gonna... keep learning that over and over again. <laughs> but it's it's like it's acting. It's it's sh- like I always like say, like, shut up drama, like shut mm-hmm. up the thought drama, like quiet the thought drama, hush it for a second and say, like, you know what? I know all of those th- questions are in my mind, but I'm just going to step in because I read this quote this morning. Thoughts don't take away fear but action takes away fear. Hmm. Deciding mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm, I'm nervous about this and I feel a little, little, little you yeah. know, but I'm going to step in anyways. And I'm just going to decide this is what I'm doing. And if I'm wrong, let's say worst case scenario, let's go to worst case scenario. And you're like, this didn't work. Worst case scenario. What's the worst thing that could happen? Someone sues me. No one is. <laughs> we have ways to help you not have that problem. So it's something about that I have to like, or I don't, I don't know. What is the worst thing that could happen? Nothing. People are like, this is a horrible program. You don't get as many people as you thought. Yeah. You decide, oh, this isn't actually worth the time I put into it. So, so oh. there's that. And then for me, and I, I was, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. It's a value. Like I give away the farm on Instagram and on my blog and on my podcast all the time. And I feel really comfortable just giving away the farm because, you know, it's not so scary. But once you put a price tag on something, trying to put a value on my time suddenly gets hard in this area. Like I'm not sure what my value is. I'm not sure how much to charge. And I'm not sure if I'm giving people content that's worth money so that's that's where i'm like some of the hang up is is like where's my value and am i creating that value this is totally like a total female entrepreneur problem (laughs) and i totally get it so so what i want to offer you is the idea of you want to create more value for people right Mm -hmm. and part of creating more value is having the resources to create more value in order to give people more Mm -hmm. and more you want to be able to give away as much free and much farm you want to give mm-hmm. away you, right now you have uh let's pretend like a little farm mm-hmm. right and you want to give away a huge farm which is so giving and kind and lovely but in order to grow the farm you're going to have to have the resources to grow the farm yeah so what if instead of thinking like thoughts like i'm like kind of taking money from people i could just be giving things to them for mm-hmm. free what if you had the thought like i'm growing so that i can give you more Like, look at the good people can do in the world Mm -hmm. that have resources. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with asking for people to pay for your product. Yeah. It's going to grow your farm so you can do more good in the world, so you can put more out there for people. I feel like I'm having to coach this over and over. I've been working through like limiting beliefs with money a ton lately. You just and read so, a book by yeah, who yeah. you read what is it? Um The Divine Law of Compensation by Marianne Williams. Oh, it's so good. I okay, it's I love that so book. So good. You have to go read it, all of you listening. It's such a good book. It's got so much important information in it. It's so good. 
But that really helped and is really helping. But I'm, I'm realizing that these same beliefs that I have about money are trickling into everywhere, everywhere. And so I'm having to kind of pull them all in. I'm having to go through each each area of my life systematically and fix these things. Totally. So let's look at those money beliefs. What what, are, what do you feel like your current money beliefs happen or are? Well, the ones that I'm trying to transition into is just money is a resource. Money is neutral. Money is all around us. Money is like a faucet. You can turn it on and off as you need to. But it's so I'm, I'm working on that in my personal life. But once again, this is my hang up in my business. business. And so, you know, I feel like we're now just going back through the exact same things I've been working through personally. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that of course isn't that interesting <laughs> well, totally I'm having to completely readdress this in my marriage like it's there's been so many areas in my life where where money is definitely affecting things and this for sure is is one of those areas yeah so I think just recognizing that money is actually neutral mm-hmm. is a huge it's just a huge step yeah Well, and something that I'm learning over and over again, too, is there is energy to money and to money exchange. And just like if I am giving my money to someone else energetically, lending them my support, it's okay for me to kind of look forward to what that support would even feel like for myself. Totally. And like, how can we shift into like a more an abundant mindset, Mm -hmm. I think, with money and their resources and that you're not taking from anyone? Everyone has an opportunity to choose how they spend their money. Mm-hmm. You're not asking anything from them. You're just saying like, this is the value I have and I'm wanting to grow my farm so that it can give you more value and more value and more value. Mm-hmm. And so allowing people to like choose and do what they want and you just putting that good out into the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And how can like uh, the abundant thought there could be something like money comes easy to me and to others and to others so it's not like fine if they're spending it on my yeah that's a good that's a good mental place to be in you're not taking anything from anyone Mm -hmm. ever by offering something of value to the world yeah I like this. Does this sit well in your soul? It does. I feel like these are things I needed to hear because it it is. It's a big deal kind of stepping into this role. Yeah. In this. Yeah. You have all the potential. (laughs) You have all the ability. You're capable. I know April, so I'm going to give her a little pep talk for a second because I know her. This is what we do when we get together. Yeah. I'm going to remind her and all of you guys, too, like, you are completely capable of helping and giving and creating value in the world. You don't have to have a freaking degree or any anything like you don't like she has thousands of hours of experience in women's health. I go to April every time I have a problem, anytime I have like a birth question, Anytime I have anything, I call April. I'm like, I'm like, hey, I have an infection. What do I do? And she's like, call your doctor, idiot. And I'm like, no, she's like, but she always helps me. And she she doesn't ever claim to be a doctor. And you never do. And you're just there to consult people about women's health, which I think is awesome and so helpful. And sometimes we don't need to go to the doctor. We need to just talk to somebody who can tell us. You need to go to the doctor. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Or, or you need to go read this book. Or yeah. your, your doctor's not going to have the right answers about this. You need to go see this person. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I actually think you should see this person. Yeah. You're the Oprah of vaginas, <laughs> April. I'm, I'm the doula of all the vaginas. Yes. The doulas are, you know, that same thing where, like, they're there as a support, but not necessarily as a medical professional. Exactly. So. And I think that what if you just marketed it just like that? That's what I need to do. I am here for support. Yeah. I'm not the doctor. Because that's exactly how I would sub- describe April is like the support. Yeah. Okay. She's doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing <laughs> it, Megan. <laughs> so, so here's the fun thing with thought work and like with um mindfulness and you got to start being really aware of your thoughts because you're going to have thoughts and they're going to come in questions. This is something I'm learning big time in my life. I actually just made a podcast episode about it. These thoughts come in question questions um, like like, should I do this or what if this happens or am I even qualified? And then your brain has to answer it. And your brain usually is trying to solve that as a problem. Like we're trying to answer the question. Instead, I want you to tell your brain Mm -hmm. what you want instead of asking your brain. How about you just tell it? Yeah. Because your thoughts become your results. So if you choose to believe that you are valuable and that you have all the potential and that you are capable and that you are going to create something amazing, then guess what's going to happen? I'm going to do all those things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but if you ask your brain, am I am I qualified enough to create something valuable? Your brain's going to be like, well, let's evaluate. No. Yeah. Take a nap. <laughs> you should. Do you know what would be better? Go watch Netflix. You'll yeah. th- you just do nothing. Yeah. Or maybe you should spin in this for about six months. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's what your brain wants to tell you to do. Mm-hmm. It's not useful. It's not productive. It's part of being a human. But it's not useful or productive. It's part of staying safe. Yeah. It's that's part of staying safe. Your brain wants to. We safe. just we we have these primal instincts and um but we don't live in that same world anymore so we have to like quiet down barbara Mm -hmm. we just we renamed my my mean girl and my brain barbara after the girl on the bachelor the mom (laughs) (laughs) quiet down barbara yeah barb (laughs) oh my gosh anyway so next time your brain starts asking you questions i want you to answer it back instead of just letting those thoughts run wild we're going to answer it back this is what i want to believe it's going to take getting out of the thought drama though it's going to take like stepping out zooming out of your your situation and looking at it from like a broader perspective yeah but you got this i love it i'm on it you ready i'm ready okay you guys so if you want to find april mm-hmm. you need to go to the vagina blog yes instagram is definitely where i live so and that's at the vagina blog i um, also have the website and that's the vagina and on the website on soundcloud spotify stitcher itunes you can find the vagina blog podcast yeah which I was on. Yeah. So you oh, yeah. can go look for Megan's episode. Yeah, we can. You can listen to both of us again. Yay. Um, Kate, thanks for letting me coach you, April. You're the bomb. Anytime. See you later.